0: Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten.
1: And I'm Marvin Williams.
0: And today is episode 38. We are looking at the next section in John chapter 15, so verses 12 through 17.
1: Cool. All right. It's good to be here. So Carolyn, how do the people you love know that you love them?
0: Hmm. Well, it was Mother's Day not too long ago, so okay. there's four people who um, sent me very nice messages and cards and such, uh, and I some of that was communicated through the words how they know I, because I say that I love them. Okay, um, some of that's communicated through service in how I care for it with my family in our home and preparing meals. Or okay, I, now my kids are getting older, so now they're realizing, wow. Mom, you really did a lot for us. Whether that was preparing meals or helping with homework, um, yeah. I think it's through words. It's through acts of service. Well, then I, now, now that makes me think of the love languages. All of those are ways to communicate love. But yeah, <laughs> how did that,
1: that make you feel? To with, uh, yeah, for you to receive, that, uh, those, to receive those messages.
0: Oh phenomenal. Like, yes. And that, and for sure was receiving love back from them.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I think for, um, if, if, if Tanya were in the room right now, she'll say, um, when he cooks and when he empties the dishwasher, it's
0: a big one. Yeah. Uh,
1: when, um, he, uh, is vacuuming and those kinds, of, that's how I know yep. that Marvin loves me. She doesn't really care about like gifts and not so much, mm-hmm. she doesn't, you know, her thing is she's very practical. Flowers don't get me flowers because they're gonna they're die, gonna die after a day. few days. Yep. right? And yep, so, I'm kind of that way too. Uh, so um, so those are ways in which, um, I think my kids would say the same thing. I think my kids would say, like Michaela, buy me a gift. Mm-hmm. And that will, that that way I would know that dad, you love me. Mm-hmm. Um, actually words of affirmation as well for her. Uh, Marvin is, buy me a book. And I, I'll know that you love me. So um, so there, there are there are ways in which um, you know, we can let people know that we love them. One of the ways we can let Jesus know that we love him is something that he said in this passage yeah. um, that we're looking at today. And this passage is all about, he says, Love one another. Mm-hmm. That's a very simple. It's the first verse, verse yeah. uh, twelve, and it's the last verse of the section in seventeen. Yeah, it's it's like very very simple. Love one another, mm-hmm. and I know that we can hear that because we've heard it probably since we were Christians, or you know when we first became believers, or even when we were little kids. Yeah, love one another, get along with one another, and it it sounds so simple that it can go over our heads and we miss the um, you know miss the point of what Jesus is saying. So when you hear those words and Jesus saying, "Hey, love one another." What comes to mind?
0: Yeah. I I think you make a great point that it is it's so simple that sometimes we think, "Well, sure, yeah, I I love I love people." But in the moment, in the daily on a Tuesday morning, what does it look like to love one another? Um I think when we move beyond just, oh yeah, I love people, but to the okay, in this moment, am I choosing what I want? Yeah. Yeah. Am I focused on just myself or am I focused on or noticing how I could serve someone else, how I could love someone else?
1: But but the but but there's another place in the Bible said, so, Well, you know, you should love yourself. Does, yes, does it say that?
0: It does say that. Yes, that we should love <laughs> others as we love ourselves. I okay. think that's the other part right. of that verse. Yes, okay.
1: <laughs> that's good. You, you, okay, you got it. You got it. So, so yeah, the
0: loving. I mean, for most of us, loving ourselves, we're, it's not a problem. We're pretty, yeah, we're pretty We, good we at make that. sure we're fed. We make sure we're not too hot, not too cold. Those things come pretty naturally. We take care of ourselves pretty well for the most part. In fact,
1: I think we 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 taint it where we preserve ourselves, self preservation, yes. where we take care of ourselves so much that other people don't matter. And I think it's uh, when we build those walls of self-preservation, we cannot connect with other people. We don't connect with other people. We don't empathize with other people and, uh, uh, with what they're going through. And mm-hmm. so I think, you know, kind of demolishing the wall of self-preservation and saying, what does it look like on a Tuesday? What does it look like on a Wednesday for me to, um, to give up my agenda, my life, for the sake of another another person. So, so these words are not just, hey, go over your head, love one another. It really is involving something more than just words. Yeah. Uh, I think Jesus is, uh, is, is moving toward what do our actions of love look like mm-hmm. in, uh, in the course of a day.
0: Yeah, and in verse 13, he gives a little picture of that when he says, no one has greater love than this, to lay down his life for his friends. No, I think even that verse we can easily dismiss, yeah. too, because it sounds so extreme. Like, okay, well, yeah, no greater love would be than to give your life up. And if I was ever in a situation where I needed to push someone out of the way and you know, so they wouldn't get hit by a train and sacrifice my life. That or, would be the last time. Or, right. For and, you. You know, and... Yes, I would hope I would be ready for that. I I read a lot of historical fiction. Um, There's a lot of historical fiction about World War II. So I always think like, would I, I wish, I hope that I would be someone who would be willing, you know, to hide Jews from the Nazis or that I'd be willing to risk my life. Now, on a Tuesday, that has not (laughs) happened yet. Um, So I think we can sometimes idealize this or romanticize it and be like, yes, I am willing to lay down my life. But on a Thursday at four, that's probably not the scenario, but on a Thursday at four, what might it look like to sacrifice my time, my personal interest, maybe my resources for someone else? I think we shouldn't just throw out this laying down my life yeah. to the dramatic end. And yes, we know Jesus is about to do this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's the ultimate picture of that. But I, we, we would be mistaken to dismiss it as just Ending your literal life sure, for someone sure. else,
1: and it, and it might look like it might look like, you know, um, James and John who said, "Hey, can I sit on your right and left?" Hey, hey, let Peter take my spot mm-hmm. as opposed to us sitting on the right. Hey, what? Let's let's take let's Peter and Judas they can have the right and the left, and we'll follow in the back. So putting someone else ahead of us, yeah. Could be one of those moments of of sacrifice. Um, again, letting if 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 it's in my house, letting Tanya when she gets off work, hey, prop your feet up, I'll cook dinner tonight. That is, um, that is my laying down my life to a certain degree. She may not call it laying down a life so much, but <laughs> but but it it is a it is an opportunity, something practical that yep. we can do. And sometimes I think we go to the extreme so that we don't have to do the little things day to day. Yeah. And so... In
0: the workplace, it might be elevating someone else's idea above your own. Um, Looking for opportunities to encourage someone else. I mean, all of those, again, it's easy to dismiss, but sacrificing the time that it takes to look for ways to encourage someone else, to lift someone else up, those are... Little ways that we lay down our lives. We're saying this person is more important than me. Um, It's humbling ourselves and looking for ways to elevate other people.
1: Yeah, I I, I think again, staying in context. I think Jesus knew the heart of his his followers. He says, "Listen, I'm about to go." It's like a parent getting ready. You know, when when we get ready to go on a trip, we have older. We have our kids are older now. Mm -hmm. They can stay on their own, and we don't have to have a babysitter. Those kinds of things. So, hey, we're about to. Mom and dad, we're about to go out to dinner. And one of the things we say, if, if we had recalcitrant, uh, recalcitrant kids, like, please get along. <laughs> do not be fighting in the house. And I think that's kind of what Jesus is after is, hey, I'm about to go. I'm leaving this whole thing to you. And it's not going to work. It is not going to work if you're fighting with each other. Mm. So what I want you to do, I want you to love one another. I want you to actually sacrifice for each other and i want you to to give up yourselves for each other because that is how people are going to know that you really really belong to me um and so i I, that's what i think about in this moment when jesus is about to leave it's like a parent saying hey get along i want to see the house clean when i come back home um and all of these things that helps us to kind of visualize this even more, mm-hmm. um, as, um, followers of Jesus who are called to love one another.
0: Yeah. And that idea that we saw it when Jesus talked about this in 13, that they will know that we are his followers by our love. Yeah. So the goal is not for you to live independently on an island, self-sufficient and not relying on others. Nope. It's loving one another. It's an interdependent We'll see later. He talks about the unit having unity among us. Like, I think, particularly in our country, in our Western context, independence is highly valued and being self sufficient, but that's not what Jesus is calling us to. Absolutely. I I was thinking as you're example of, you know, you don't tell your kids to all oh, go to your own rooms. I mean, maybe sometimes you do in <laughs> desperation, but go to your own rooms and just stay away from each other. Right. Exactly. Like that's not, that is not the goal. Then yeah. that's not, not realistic. You, either, and so. it's not realistic <laughs> there. So, so because it's not realistic, Hey, we need to love each other. We need to lay down our lives for each other.
1: I, you know, there's something else in this passage that, um, that struck me. And I think is an awesome thought. Uh, Jesus actually calls them friends yes like here he is the the king of the universe and says um you're my friends and partly because i'm i'm telling you stuff i'm telling you things that are big secrets in heaven so to speak and um and only friends tell one and only friends actually share their lives with one another this way Mm -hmm. so i'm telling you a lot of stuff that uh i would not have shared with anyone else but because you're my friends, I get to share these things, what's going to happen, um, you know, what God is doing right now. Um, so I love the fact that it's pretty an awesome it, it is an awesome thought that the God of heaven actually calls us friends.
0: And that, I mean, it's worth pausing on that a second because that was a transition for the disciples. Right. I think we maybe sometimes think like, "Oh, it was Jesus and his buddies and they're hanging out and they're traveling and doing all these things and Wow, look at Jesus, you know that he's their leader, but that they were buddies with each other. and that really was not the case. Jesus right. was their rabbi and your rabbi was not your buddy.
1: Yeah, very good. That's, so that's good.
0: when Jesus is saying this, like you are, I call you my friends. it we might just gloss right over that and be grateful like make the comparison to yes, the God of the universe, but that was also for these disciples. that was huge. yeah, that he's yeah. saying, yep, we are friends. It's not this elevated teacher were I, you are my friends and I have chosen you is an, is what he goes on to say in verse 16, like also huge. You did not cho- choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce fruit there. We talked about that from last um, episode and that your fruit should remain. All of that would be just mind blowing to them.
1: yeah and, and again, typically the disciple chose the rabbi, but mm. the rabbi actually chose the disciples knowing who they were, knowing that there was a terrorist in the group, knowing that there was a tax collector in the group, knowing that individuals would deny and betray, and yet he chose them anyway. It's almost, you know, it's it's like the popular kid who goes to the unpopular table Mm -hmm. and says, hey, I wanna be your friend, like a genuine friend, not to use you, not to manipulate you, but I wanna be your friend. And I would imagine like, who, me? Do you know who I am? And Jesus says to his disciples, yeah, I know who you are, and I want to be your friend anyway. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that even for someone who's listening now, you think that you've done something so bad um, that distance you between uh, uh, distance you from God. Uh, he is he is inviting you into a friendship, mm-hmm. not a not a transactional relationship, but a friend a real genuine friendship where you share your lives together. And so uh, so I love the fact that he calls us friends, and then he says, part of your responsibility is, um, I chose you to go bear fruit. Uh, not to be unproductive, but to actually go bear fruit and uh, so the world might know that this invisible God is being visible in his disciples, and uh, you can trust him too. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, and that whole idea of our fruit, um, which we talked about in the last episode, it, it follows right into this loving one another discussion. So I think we need to make that connection. Like we broke it up into two different episodes. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe in your Bible, there's like a um, a different heading. But remember, this is Jesus just talking this through. Yeah. So they do go together. Our How we love one another is that part of that fruit. And those are connected. Um, we talked in the last episode the difference that we can do things without remaining and abiding. It doesn't yeah. mean we're, you know, paralyzed and Can't don't do, do anything. anything. Right. So we do go to work and just do it independently. Yeah. Um, but when we do it while remaining in him, that's a whole different scene. And part of that is how we love one another. I was thinking about this with a couple of people I've interacted with lately. One of my neighbors um, is a hairstylist and she doesn't just cut and color hair like God's love flows through her as she is calling out beauty that's really good. in the people it, as she's styling their hair that's really and even good. in their conversations that's a part of I mean maybe you don't go to a hair stylist no, too I, often I, Marvin sorry about that you don't know what that's like but it's wow, a thing wow, look at that that, that just, sorry that hurts. sorry that about hurts. that <laughs> that haircut day is a is a whole thing yeah. and uh and part of that is that conversation. And so it is an opportunity to love one another. Or I was at Gordon Food Service the other day, and the cashier was noticeably engaged in the customer. Yeah. I mean, she engaged me, and she didn't have to. I mean, it really wasn't something I was expecting, but it was noticeable to me as she complimented the shirt yeah. that I yeah. was wearing. And just her smile, her engagement, I thought, And I don't know if she was a believer or not, but it made me think, I wonder, because it was as if Jesus's love was flowing through her.
1: That's really good. So that's, that's really good. And, and, and that's, that's the, I love the connection you made, the remaining Mm -hmm. in Jesus and the residual and result is, is loving one another and showing um, the fruit of love to others and and uh, the fruit of joy and so I, I love that and 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 jesus ends it he uh, this is kind of w- weird to me but um but it's it's what he says this is my command he's actually commanding them this is not optional this yeah. is not if you feel like it and he just simply says love each other it's a command and whether i feel like it or not whether you know i'm You know, if it's if it makes me feel good or not, Mm -hmm. I am called to love um, my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, and so uh, I think that's 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 those are Jesus's words. Yep, yep, yeah.
0: And and that's I mean I have to come back to that remaining and abiding thing because we don't want to just take that and be like okay. So in my right. own strength exactly. and with my right. own energy, right. I will love other people and I'm just going to gut it out. It's
1: all connected together. It is all yeah. connected. Yeah.
0: The reason so. we can love one another is because we are remaining in the vine. We are relying on God's strength and even understanding his love for us yeah. enables us to love other people. Yeah.
1: That's good. So That's really good.
0: Uh, wow. Again, so much that we could continue to talk about, but what can we believe about God ourselves and others from this passage.
1: Yeah, I think what we can believe about God is that God wants a friendship with us. Yeah. He he wants to be our friend. He is not, he doesn't have to be our friend. He desires to be our friend. And, um, And it depends on our response. It's not because he doesn't want to, he wants to. Our response is key now, will I receive the friendship and the invitation to be Mm -hmm. his friend that he, that he gives. So I think that's one thing we can learn about God.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And when I think about ourselves and and others, because this is a, another passage, loving one another, um, having that heart posture out of my knowing and relying on the love that God has for me, I can love other people on a Tuesday. Hmm. Um, he enables me, and I and I think it is having that posture of even asking God throughout the day, you know, help me to see, help me to hear, help me to come across opportunities that I have to love one another. That's that's the posture I want to have going forward. Remo- remembering this, He's chosen me. I and Jesus is my friend. He is yeah. with me. Yeah. Um, the Holy Spirit is strengthening me, and because of that, I can love others.
1: Yeah, that's good stuff. It is. Let's go and love other people.
0: There we go. (laughs) Well, friends, thank you for joining us. Um, Encourage you to share this podcast with a friend, rate and review it on whatever your favorite podcast player is that helps other people find the podcast um, and encourage others to listen along with you and have your own conversation.